fucking titles. Go. Uh, Gandalf the Bald. Hey, Emmett. Meatloaf Sandwich. Two Jacks. Holy Meatloaf. Go Sports. <laughs> What's that? Trump Brady 2024. It did not phone home. Riddle me these tits. Spoozy season. <clears throat> E.T. finger. One bite at a time. Bolton ball kickers by seven. Hi, hyena. What the fuck is that? It's a That's fucking lamp leg. That lamp leg. Jesus Christ. All right. Dude, you are the weirdest <laughs> motherfucker I have ever met. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else anywhere ever in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone anywhere ever in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Cal. I'm Jack. <laughs> Guys, what's got you geeked? <sighs> well... Got a bit of a headache tonight, guys, so you're going to have to bear with me. Uh, let's see. I made a really good meatloaf for dinner tonight, which means really, really yummy lunch tomorrow. Um, we're picking up our new car tomorrow, so that's kind of exciting. Oh, yeah! John J.G. Hertzler wants to join our fucking show. We saw him at the convention this past weekend. Uh, fucking Star Trek famous J.G. Hertzler, you know, General or Chancellor Martok, depending on where you are in the seasons of Deep Space Nine, wants to not just be on Geek Pod, but wants to be a regular contributor from time to time. That what could possibly have me more excited than that? I could think of a few things, but it is really cool. Yeah, that's really I mean, fucking well, cool. Well, maybe maybe the the sign the bat left signed by him that's on my back wall that you can't see right now. I was going to say they have to take your uh, your word for it, but I saw well, it. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I saw the picture. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty awesome. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, him and and his uh, buddy Tim McCormick are going to be joining us. I actually have to reach out to them next weekend to start, you know, figuring out how we're going to do this. We have no idea what this is going to look like. He may do one show and be like, uh, "Yeah, this is not Fuck what I thought guys. it was." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what? At That's least for these few, yeah, <laughs> at least for these few weeks, you know, you know, I, I just having an actual famous Star Trek actor who who was on Lower Decks like two or three weeks ago, like they're they're one of their current programs. Um, you know, he, his, his character, they brought his character back in a holodeck. So he's still currently acting for Star Trek. I, this is just mind boggling. How does this happen to us, Paul? Um, he decided it was going to happen. Yeah. That's, I mean, I guess it was. for you, it would be the equivalent of Ming Chang being like, Hey, I don't just want to like show up for an interview. I want to join your podcast once a month. You'd be flipping out. I think. Yeah. But I do want to assure our audience. It's not going to become the fucking Star Trek show. No, no, I'm saying that right off the bat. I will yeah. make that premise. 
Okay. Because well, that should have well, quick. I'm I leaving then. I, I don't think you have to because if you re- recall our experiences with him and our past interviews with him, he rarely even talks about Star Trek and, unless you ask him a question about mm-hmm. it. Uh, the man's a fountain of knowledge. He's run for public office. He's a history geek like Jack. So he has just a endless knowledge about film, TV, history, politics. I do not think it's going to be an issue steering him. Tom Brady. We forgot Tom Brady. Yep, yep, Tom Brady. We found that out from his wife. Lovely lady. Is he always going to know the 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 um the quiz question? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably always. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everybody can answer the question. Not you, fuck you. Not you. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to come out and say it, that, that this will probably make him the smartest person on the program get every time. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Probably. It was really I mean, cool do- when we met him on Saturday. You introduced me to him. He was very kind and very genuine. Yeah, if go back and uh, maybe Paul could give you a direction. But if you go back and uh, you, I think the interviews are on their own, right? They're not part of the show because they were done at a convention. Yeah, yeah, it might have either that or we might have wedged it into a actual convention episode. I don't remember. Yeah. We we uh, weren't really uniform about those. Yeah, I, I think it would be easy to point you to that. Might be a good thing to take a look at, Kev, because I I think that you'll actually find them fascinating. I mean, Paul, you can. Yeah, you I'm know Kevin better it. than I do. I, I think that him and uh, Kevin would have a lot of back and forth. I'm looking yes. forward to it. And probably not the way that you and Kevin have back and forth. Not no, like that. no, probably not. Whoa, 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 <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking whoa. about. But that's what's got me geeked. So Outstanding. Meatloaf, though, wasn't got you geeked. That sounds pretty geeky. Worthy. I, well, well but no, it, it, it's an, it was an impressive meatloaf tonight. They're always good. But this one was just a little, there was a little something extra. I don't know, you know, what I did differently. Um, you know, thought I lost my wedding ring. And actually, this is a funny story. So I'm mixing the meatloaf and I start to put my hand in. I'm like, oh crap, I have my ring on. So I'm thinking to myself, I have to take my ring off. A little while later, I've got the meatloaf in the oven and I don't see my ring anywhere. And I'm like, oh fuck, did I think, think I need to take it off? But it actually went into the meatloaf. So I have to pull it out. It's only been in there for about 10 minutes. So it's, it's still soft and I'm poking holes in it and I'm trying to find the ring. And finally, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to take this entire thing apart and crumble it up and find my ring. And then I look and it's right there where I've looked like 15 times already. So it was ridiculous. Maybe it was all the finger pokes that made it taste so good. Right. You aerated the meatloaf. That's what did it. Yeah. And then then the the topping was able to get down in there a lot. So you had some very holy meatloaf. (laughs) Uh, But I'm more on the... uh... The, the leftovers Does that mean you're gonna have some meatloaf sandwiches yeah you know here's the thing a meatloaf sandwich is good but it's ridiculously overrated and after you've had like one or two it's like do i really need this ever again because meatloaf sandwich is good meatloaf with mashed potatoes is a lot better wait a minute you don't I put agree. the mashed potatoes on the sandwich? Uh, sandwich no no and then you squirt ketchup all over it yeah, yeah you put that meatloaf sounds on. disgusting yeah, you put, I put ketchup on my meatloaf. Kev, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of the, the meatloaf and the mashed potatoes together. Now, they're together on a plate, yes. Yes, that's what a, I'm talking about. Right, not on a sandwich. On a sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't use ketchup. I use, well, I, I use ketchup, but it's also brown sugar, um, onion powder, or dehydrated onion. Um, and then sometimes if I have any fruit juice, I'll add a little, little of that and then reduce it down until it's nice and sticky and about to turn into candy. And then it goes on the meatloaf. Well, that sounds good. It is. But delicious. the sandwich, that needs mayo. Uh, you, oh, what? Oh, what is wrong with you? Get behind me, Satan. 
holy cow, mayonnaise on a meatloaf sandwich? Okay. Oh, my okay. God. Then, no okay. Sandwich. So I, I'll, I'll preface that with no. But no. my son. It's, it's okay. You guys can all be wrong. No. It's okay. No. Your poor no. Is a really, really white person thing? I've never heard of this before. Well, see, my, that's, 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 what, that's what I was going to say. My son will have put mayonnaise on his meatloaf. Like when me, my mom makes meatloaf, he'll put mayonnaise and mustard on it. He does not like ketchup. He puts mayonnaise, mustard, and Parmesan cheese on it. That's how he eats it. Don't ask. I've That's never thought of putting Parmesan cheese on a meatloaf. Paul's so, like, yeah, I think I have a new idea now. I think that's it, going on the sandwich now, too. You know, what I have done, though, <laughs> I have actually diced up apples really small and put them in a meatloaf and then use the leftover apples to make almost like an apple compote and that serves as the, uh, the glaze to put on at the end. Um, I've done a, a taco meatloaf with uh, crushed up tortillas instead of uh, breadcrumbs, which is also really good. Top it with salsa. Um, wow. Really? You, you don't think the app, the, dude, the apple meatloaf was delicious. No, I, I bet you that'd be good. You, yeah. you can go ahead no. and take that apple and shove that up your ass. Keep that no. for my meatloaf. Don't you think that's a bit of an extreme reaction to me sharing one of my recipes with you, Paul? What is wrong with you? Did it's someone touch wrong. you somewhere this week? Come on. You won't put apple on that meat. apple needs to be touching you. That's you won't ew. put apple on meatloaf, but you'll put mayonnaise on meatloaf. Makes no ever, yeah, I won't put it on meatloaf. I'll make it when you're making a sandwich out of it. Though the whole um I'm glad you brought up the, the mayo on a meatloaf because <laughs> my, my stepfather actually does that. And the first time I actually saw him do that is I the overreaction I just made of all your, your stuff you're doing was a real reaction when I was watching him do that. I'm just like because he does, he just and like right across the top of the fucking meatloaf, and it's mm. okay. So now, when you guys eat meatloaf, do you break it up and eat it, or do you eat it whole? Eat it whole with a fork. You get you get a fork and you put ketchup slice on it, it. then you're done. And, and then slice it. Okay. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Kat? Yeah, gonna take, say so my grandmother came up with a recipe. She changed it sometime. I don't know. I I think it was before I was born, but it could be after. I, I don't remember. I just remember it always being made this way. And and as, and that's I eat my eat meatloaf the same way she ate it too, so that's why I put ketchup on it. But anyway, she used cornflakes instead of uh, bread uh, bread in the meatloaf. Yeah. Interesting. You ever hear yeah. of that? Yeah, I have. I've actually heard of that. Yes, and I've heard of oats. I've done it with oats. I've done it with rice as well. Oh. Um, currently, I'm doing something a little with different. Rice. I'm taking um, I'm taking slices of bread and soaking them and heavy well putting heavy cream on them and then working it into a paste. At first, before I add my eggs, and then I add my meat, and my breadcrumbs, and everything, but it keeps it really juicy. Mm. Um, it, there's a, there's a word for that, and I forget what the fuck it is now. But uh, but I've also done it like I did it with um when I made meatballs last week. I used a loaf of homemade bread I'd made, and I feel like there was a not too long ago I used something, some other crazy bread I bought. But uh, I'm finding like using different breads, you know, adds different flavors. So mm-hmm. ongoing experiment there. Um, you know what doesn't belong in a meatloaf? carrots yeah okay unless it's a carrot cake meatloaf Mm -hmm. i mean if you shave it up small enough Mm -hmm. does it matter you want Mm -hmm. it stringy it matters put a lot of it in there it matters put some cream cheese on top instead of the ketchup yes some golden raisins in the mix no no you guys guys. (laughs) like come out you know, Corbs, uh, you could stop this anytime. No, this is a good conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I want meatloaf. Right? 
Good. Q, we're all coming over after the podcast. I'm coming over. No, right you're now. not. Those those leftovers are uh, mine. You're you're not getting uh, any. Well, I can the meatloaf I, sandwich. I can continue the food the food coma. Uh, if you, yeah, when I got home uh, from the con on Sunday, there was a fresh baked apple pie on the counter. Oh, uh, there you go. My wife apple makes pie. the absolute best <laughs> apple pies I have ever had in my entire life, and my mother hated the hated that with a passion. Wow, what? Because yeah. they were better than hers. Was that what it was? Or? They were better than anything anywhere i mean she's got the best well she got her cross recipe from my grandmother but then she's modified it since then and she does even better with it nice. and and the the mix what she does for the apples and how she mixes them up and the way she puts them in i mean and the how she bakes it and the, does the you know the, the ring around it to get the nice dark crust in oh it's mm. nice. I love this time of season <laughs> yeah yeah my mama, she used to make. She hasn't made it in a while. She used to make it for my uh, for my nephew Jake, uh, apple crisp. Mm -hmm. That's and next. I just had year. that tonight. Damara made it last night. Yeah. Nice. Yep. That's next. We do all sorts of apple stuff during the apple season. Yeah, we, we'll be doing getting into all that pretty soon because I think the the yearly apple picking trip where you got to take four hundred fifty seven pictures is coming up pretty soon. Oh, your wife <laughs> does that too. <laughs> Yeah, like make, every year we have to. Oh, what? I was going to say, they make her bring the camera that never gets used. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Avery has pictures in the app with holding apples every single year. She has pictures in front of the apple. We actually go to Beacon Skiff now just to get the picture in front of the, the apple with the, the meter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we leave because the right. place is, is a fucking joke now. Oh, it's crazy busy for sure. Comes it's, it's Friday. Stupid. It's, it's nuts. Come it, up it, here. It, it, Come no. up here. It's up by you. Oh. Mexico, come up here. Be Beelings. It's a, it's awesome. What there's there's another one up there, not Beelings. Um I'm trying to think. It, well, it was the one I went to when I was a kid. They're on route, there's some on Route 3 too. Um, well, when you're a kid. Oh, Appledale is on Route 3, but that's not what it was. <laughs> Thanks, when you were Kathy. A kid. Thank you. Yeah. But Clark's Clark's used to be over on Hurlbut Road, and Hurlbut's were on Hurlbut Road um when you were a kid. Because that was when I was a kid. Um, we go to Navar we go to Navarino. Um, it, it was actually because we a, a couple years back we went to uh, Beacon Skiff and it was just insane, insanely busy, and it's basically turned into a a giant device to feed people alcohol. That's their entire <gasps> point of existing now. That that's all it's about. I'm going. The I'm going. And. I mean, you know, that's fine if it was a bar, but it used to be a family-friendly kids' place. Actually, I have to tell, I, I want to, I, here's a PSA. Um, I don't even know if we're going to go back for pictures next year because they now charge for the petting zoo. Wow. The petting know? zoo that's been free for years. It's there to, to give the kids something to do while the parents spend their money. And and you know what? I was there, I think it was like $6 a person or something. And I, I every single parent I saw had a fucking 1911 can or, or cup in, in there. So every single one of them paid $7 for 50 cents worth of beverage. They are making bank and now they're charging us for the petting zoo. Fuck you, Beacons Gev. I that's wow. that's greedy as hell. Um, but a few years ago we had we decided not to pick there and we went to Navarino. And I mean, we really like it. They, they don't have a bunch of kid stuff. I mean, they do have some goats you can you can pet and stuff. 
Um, and you, you walk the orchard, you get your apples, you got a little tiny store. It's, it's super laid back. Even when it's busy, it's not packed. You know, their parking lot only holds probably 20 cars. Nice. Uh, so it's, it, we found that, you know, we prefer to pick our apples there because it's, it's a, a better experience for people that, you know, aren't looking to hang out with millennials and get hammered. Fair. I just go down the street. We've got one down maybe 10 minutes from us. Yep. But we still stop at O'Neill's on the way there for the apple fritters because they have hands down the best apple fritters. None of these other places even know what an apple fritter is. I'm sorry. Uh, O'Neill's, they take an actual whole ring of apple, batter it and fry it nice it's everyone else just chops up apples in the batter and shit i mean this is this is like the best apple fritter i've ever had by by leaps and miles perfect so yeah kev uh abbott's is on 370 if you're heading from liverpool towards baldwinsville it's down it's maybe what two miles down the road three miles down the road yeah on the right like on top of a hill yeah Yeah, i didn't know yeah that's actually where my uh my son went there with his friends two two falls ago and they went through the corn maze there nice so and they were the they were the last kids to go in the corn maze that night and when i got there we got back when i went there i dropped my son off and then i went and drove around for a little bit and came back they there were no lights on like they left and the, the, these guys, <laughs> they were still out there jesus christ oh my god that's yeah. horrifying so i mean it was uh there was Six or seven of them. So they weren't by, I mean, obviously they weren't alone, alone, but there were six, six or seven of them and they were out there just, you know, chilling and whatnot. And so when I got there, they were just coming back up the path. So they were, they were explaining it to us when we got there. So, but yeah, they came out and we were like, oh, we just got to hang out in the corn maze and shoot the shit. And they had a, they got, had a map and, you know, ended up getting lost and, and whatnot. Perfect. So, as one does. Yep. So we All usually. Right. Sometimes, for us, sometimes we go clean up at Kritz's up in uh, where is it, Kaz or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We ended up there some. We ended up there sometimes. We haven't been in a while. But... Okay, some of their beer. Yeah. No, there's two jacks. What the hell? There's two jacks. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> jacks, jacks having problems again. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe Jack should plug in his fucking computer like he was told. background he's trying to get back i think he's frozen again no no he's moving no, he's, he's, he's moving. still he's still there he's working jack's on. not here man uh let's get back on track here yeah we go way off track again. we can't hear you jack no audio buddy all right um so so for me it's uh it's hockey season hockey season uh the preseason has started for hockey so uh, a couple more weeks season hockey season will be have begun so now i can watch my team never because they my team's uh on the west coast so i don't ever get a chance to watch them unless they're here in someplace in the east coast playing the rangers or the islanders or the sabers or whatever so um now there's two jacks again so that's it for me i mean it's just the uh, you know hockey season's coming around you know as you guys know my family is pretty big into yes into hockey, so a big hockey family there yeah, so we're looking forward to it. So, guys are kind of like puck nuts. Yeah, it's pretty much it. that's exactly what it is. 
That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? One of the two Jacks or Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, you go. I'll get rid I, of you. I did mine. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. we, were, we were talking about food, so I just throw the apple pie in there. That's good. Perfect. Okay. Paul, can you kick the other Jack out or no? Probably not. I, I don't know. Let's see just what happens. A, you Paul, just start do talking. Hide, All right. Do a hide non-video recipient so it'll go away. All right. Cool. All right. We're back. So, um, yeah, like I couldn't figure out what's got me geeked till like maybe 10 minutes till the show. But then Emily texted me. She's like, do you want to go pumpkin picking this weekend? So I'm like, fuck. I haven't been. I honestly, I was thinking about it. I haven't been pumpkin picking in like maybe what, like 15 years. So uh, my buddy and his girlfriend and um, Emily and I are going to go pumpkin picking at Tim's Pumpkin Patch. Yeah, that's a fun place. We saw some concerts there last year. Emily and uh, my buddy's girlfriend go go see the petting zoo and uh, the shop and all that. While my buddy and I, we get drunk and we pick pumpkins. (laughs) So talking about that, Hugh. What you were just talking about that, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're the millennials, but like basically, no, we want to get a big ass pumpkin. And it's funny, everybody in my group that us out of us four can carve pumpkins, can do it very well. They're like, What can you carve? And I'm like, Fuck, I can't do that shit. So, literally, I can just like poke holes and I, I can't carve a pumpkin. I'm just this is gonna look really, really bad. So, like, Emily, of course, wants to put pictures and see what they look like. I'm like, Mine's going to look awful, but I'll show some pictures. I'll send it to GeekPod, and you'll be like, oh, my God, this looks really bad. But it'll be fun just going pumpkin picking after working, like, two jobs this week and having a couple beers, pick some those pumpkins. Do Actually, we're going to play Jackbox that night, too. Did you guys nice. ever see those? Yeah, I've yeah. seen all of them. Yeah, my, 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 son, my son has. We play um, with my son had it. We played it at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Um, we yeah. were playing it during quarantine, and one of them was, um, what would the Riddler say to Batman or something like that? And this is one of my favorite things my friend said. Um, he said, riddle me these tits. I'm like, <laughs> that's, I was like, that's clever. That's just really clever. I like that. So, like, he said, what would he see if he saw Batman riddle me these tits? And it's my friend that is totally quiet. You would not hear him say that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was totally funny. I'm like, because all during quarantine, we'd be on Zoom calls playing Jackbox all night. And literally, it was around three in the morning. We're playing the last game, and it's like, where the fuck did that come from? So we were just playing that. So that's what we're gonna do Saturday: pick pump, pick pump. I can't even talk. Pick pumpkins, uh, drink beer, uh, make some dinner. And Emily's gonna make this. Have you guys ever had this? This looks interesting. Hamburger soup. So well, yeah. I mean, hamburger soup is a a traditional poor person recipe. So I know I've had it plenty of times. <laughs> I've never had it. So what do you got? Do you think I've, is, it, is it good? So what are the recommendations? It's, it's basically soup, vegetable soup with hamburger in it. I mean, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's that's good. Right. It's yeah. Especially if you have some crusty bread, like, uh, you know, some French bread or something like that to dip in it. Oh yeah. We're going to have that with biscuits and um, we're going to make brownies go. and um, ice cream for dessert. So good times. And that's, what's got me geek this week. Seeing some good friends. I haven't seen in a long time and pick those pumpkins. There you go. Pick them pumpkins. All right, so I guess it's my turn. What's got me geeked this week is Hugh Jackman's returning to the uh, well, coming to the MCU, not returning, returning as Wolverine in Deadpool three. Uh, that video was probably one of the fucking greatest things I've seen lately. It <laughs> just was the fact good. that it, he he's pouring on this whole thing, and at the end, it's just like, "Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time?" Sure, sure, Ryan. Why not? Or, yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs> he goes upstairs. <laughs> I, I can't wait for that. That's great. Uh, and there's been, what, two more videos since then? One where they were talking about, like, the continuity issues and all that. 
And yeah, they had Wham, uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, basically playing the whole time. <laughs> Love it. Yes. So it's going to be good times. I can't wait. That's exciting. So, so this is so Deadpool and X Men. I mean, that's basically what this means is Deadpool and X Men are going to the MCU. Yes. But I don't think Hugh Jackman is going to be our MCU Wolverine. I, I think this is going to be another variant kind of thing. And I will tell you why. Right now, if they want to use those characters, they still have to use the people that played them in Fox because they are still technically under contract. Until the Fox contracts wear, like, run out, they have to use them. That's why we had Patrick Stewart as Professor X in uh, Multiverse well, of Madness. I mean, so, is that the reason? Or is yes. it because he's the only person you would cast in that role anyway? Well, that's not true, well, seeing as it, from the rumors I've heard, they're looking at Giancarlo Esposito as Professor X going forward. Well, I mean, for for without them being established in the MCU, you're doing the multiverse. Right. You're bringing in, you know, Professor X. He's the guy to do it in yes. that particular movie. I, I don't disagree. I, I think they should have stuck. You wouldn't with them. have Giancarlo Esposito show up. Show up in there because people are gonna be like, "Who? Yeah, yeah." Without well, having the foundation. The guy lead. from Far Cry. I mean, it's not it's not gonna happen until 2024 anyway. So, yeah. And is Logan based off in 2030 because Logan's not dead yet? Or is, are, how are they going to touch? We're going to, that's the big That was one of the things they referenced in the other video. Right. Is that this takes place before Logan. That, you know, Wolverine died in Logan. Boom. Before I saw that little tidbit, that was kind of cool. Like I was talking to my friend. I was like, this is how they'll do it. They'll have Deadpool at the fun- um the grave mourning over his wife. And then he'll like just reach into the ground pull logan out and do like a young frankenstein's like he's alive he's alive but no we'll see how they do that though yeah you know what the most exciting thing about this is paul we're all gonna have to pretend we don't know this when i go over it in the news segment later (laughs) i kind of figured it would show up there too yeah Yeah. this actually flew under the radar but kudos to you Hugh, for sending it to our group chat i did not know something was coming out that was pretty shocking so i was like when you sent that i'm like holy shit I uh I had seen it literally like just before, and then he sent the video. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a video. It's it's all over. I mean, yeah, now it's yeah. it's every Twitter Twitter yeah. had freaking lit up. All right, but like you said, Paul, the best part was like um that, and then you have the Whitney Houston song in the background though. But Hugh Jackman is just walking up the stairs, like, sure, Ryan, what? Not? And what is he biting an apple? I think. I think so. Yeah, I like just that. want to know, you know, are they living together now? What's the deal here? That's, uh, <laughs> and their wives? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, they, um, they kissed and made up. We still have people? Okay. Um, all right. So moving on, is anybody playing anything, Kevin? I fired up my Xbox 360 and started Call of Duty over again. How'd that work out? I don't know. It's, no? it's going all right. It's, it's as frustrating as it ever was. All right. Well, I'm then... not playing anything until I get my Steam deck back. So Right. It's in the mail, though, you said, right? It's in the mail. Um, yeah, it went out monday to whatever day i uh, messaged you guys i think it was monday um it's it's supposed to get back there friday so nice. we'll see all right well then jumping past that since i'm definitely not playing anything and i don't think anybody else is because i would have piped up uh i think it's time for kev's tabletop review
All right. So this week we're going to uh, show you a little interview we did at uh, the Comic Con we went to last uh, this this past weekend. Um, Finger Lakes Del Expo. Yeah, Finger Lakes Expo at Del Lago. Uh, we got a chance to meet a couple of uh, really really nice guys there, uh, Bryson and Corey of Terragon Gaming. Uh, they have a phenomenal product that uh, if you like tabletop games, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, or if you like to extend the board games that you have and make your own boards, what these guys have is something you got to check out. So check out this video and please, please, please check the show notes out and then check out their uh, check out their website. Awesome. Let's take it away. For this week's Tabletop Review, we're going to be interviewing Bryson and Corey of Terragon Gaming. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, what we're here displaying today is our innovative uh, product called Terragon Terrain. It's a modular magnetic tile system. Yeah, we, uh, we came up with this idea a few years ago um, for our D&D games that we were playing. Um, we realized the potential that the idea had for wargaming and all different kinds of tabletop games. Um, so we made the decision to kickstart it, and we had a lot of success on Kickstarter, um, and that allowed us to really take the product to the next level. Um, we uh, we now injection mold our tiles, and we offer a full range of scatter uh, scatter uh, terrain to go with the tiles. Yep, and everything is made right here in upstate New York, actually. Oh, fantastic! Uh, it's very important to us to uh, do stuff as much as we can in the USA. So obviously, the only thing we get not from the USA is the magnets, but everything else, it's made, injection molded, and assembled right here in upstate New York. So, so I'm seeing some different colored pieces. Um, are these uh, translucent pieces? Do they light up or something? No, they're made to represent different things. So, oh, I gotcha. Um, we have nine different colors as of right now. Um, we do intend to add more in the future, but for right now, the, the clear tiles represent uh, like ice. Um, the blue translucent tiles are meant to represent water. We felt that the translucency really gave them a lot more realistic look than the um, just the straight coloration. So yep. um, we've kind of got uh, we've kind of got different colors to represent different things. So we've got snow and we've got earth, but that can be used as wood or whatever. We've got green for grass or forest or whatever you want it to represent, as well as like everything down to, to molten magma with obsidian. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And you've added in game pieces that, that I'm seeing here from other games that you have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just to kind of represent, you know, the versatility of the system. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And why don't you uh, go through your uh, prices real quick? Yeah, so um, right now we have, before our pre-order, we have special pre-order only pricing. Um, it's discounted from what our retail price is going to be. Um, we sell them in 25 packs, 250 packs, 500 packs, and 1,000 packs. Now the 25 packs, you can get their single color. So you'll be able to pick and choose what colors you get. Um, the 250 packs, 500 and 1,000 starter packs, all come in pre-selected um, color schemes. Um, we have a few different ones. I think we have five different color schemes for each size. Um, they start at, uh, at $23, give or take, with the pre-order pricing for the 25 packs. Then you get up to uh, 190 for the 250, and it goes up to uh, 665 for the 1,000 pack. Um, and now, mind you, again, those prices are going to go up after the pre-order, so it's a good idea if you're really interested to pick them up during the pre-order. Sure. 
and we expect those pre-orders to begin shipping in March. And uh, what you see in front of us up here, that's just under 500 tiles. So you can get a really long way with uh, 500 tiles. Right. With elevation and everything. Yeah. So you don't need to necessarily get a thousand of these things to play. Um, but you should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, you, you, you can do a lot more than play games with them. They're fun just to play with because yeah. they are super easy to set up. Games you can move them around. Yeah. You, can take the, you can take your whole map, split it down the middle. You can snap it back together. His son's been playing with the prototype since he was two. So yeah. That's they're uh, a lot of fun. Well, thank you guys, Bryson and Corey of Tarragon Games. We really appreciate your time today. And uh, we hope you uh, take a second to check out our podcast. Yeah, we you. will. Thank All right. You. Thank you very much. Well, like I said, they've got a really cool product. And if you get a chance, check out Tarragon Gaming. Just do a, a quick Google search, T-E-R-R-A-G-O-N, Tarragon Gaming. And they also, um, that is their, that is their uh, production. That's the stuff that they're actually making and selling. Uh, but check out Bubble Tree Productions. That's the company that they created that uh, Tarragon spun out of. And if you want to know more, you can check them out in Camden, New York. They have a store right on Main Street. Outstanding. And I think that'll bring us right up to uh, our first commercial break. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Before you blow up your own gas pipeline then act like you have no idea what happened here's the news and we're going to pretend that paul didn't blow up this first story at the top of the show first up x-men the last last stand holy crap guys hugh jackman is playing wolverine one last time in news no one expected ryan reynolds announced hugh jackman will be returning as wolverine for deadpool 3 this is not a joke this is not a rumor after years of pursuing hugh to get deadpool and wolverine together it seems mouse money has finally prevailed that or Reynolds finally sold his soul to Satan to make this happen. Or blackmail. It could always be blackmail. That Jackman guy always seemed too perfect to really be squeaky clean to me. Next up, Knight to Queen's Crook. 
Scandal and intrigue are rocking the world of professional chess. World champion Magnus Carlsen has accused 19-year-old Hans Niemann of cheating. In a somewhat bizarre statement, he claimed that he could not go into more detail without Niemann's permission. I can't think of any situation where one needs the accused's permission to show proof of an accusation, but I don't know chess. Maybe that's a thing there. Now, there are already many measures taken to prevent cheating in chess. Players cannot bring any phones in and are scanned for any sort of electronic devices. This did not stop one chess player from suggesting Neiman has some vibrating anal beads in, and a third party was buzzing his dark money pipeline in code feeding in moves from a chess computer. Yep, I did not have to write that joke. Another player of the second most boring game in the world made the dirtiest joke possible in this case. Nothing like anal beads to up your chess game. And finally, God damn it, cat, shut up. Jesus, hold on a second. This is ridiculous. He is loud. Go, go. You're not allowed in here anymore. You can't run here anymore. This network's going to shit. And finally, are you going to finish that? Netflix's Jeffrey Dahmer series has rocketed to the top of their streaming charts, and that ascension has not been without controversy. The surviving victims and families of the serial killer have taken to the media, expressing that this is forcing them to relive their trauma all over again. Various hashtags have been used to urge the boycott of the popular show. It brings up a really good point, though. Do victims really own their own story? Certainly, they can hold the rights to their personal take on the story, but as this played out publicly in the media, should they be able to stop the production of something they don't approve of? Who owns history and who can tell its stories? Now, that's a tough one, and I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer. I sympathize with them, but also see that since the show is now number one, most of the world wants the story and aren't too concerned about the victims and their feelings. I'm not saying I agree with that, only that it seems to be the cold, hard truth. Money talks, traumatic experiences walk. It's also worth noting that unlike a lot of other serial killers, Dahmer will still be used in popular culture, say, 100 years from now. Every one of us has said to someone, okay, Jeffrey Dahmer, or some variation on that. He exists in a similar space as Hitler pop culture-wise. He will always come back around, much like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And that's the news, kids. Now, in what is clearly the most important thing going on in the world today, Taco Bell is letting their fans vote on a discontinued item to bring back. But they are choosing the contestants. Right now, the double-decker taco or enchirito are poised to make a comeback. I don't even know what the hell those are. For the love of all that is holy guacamole, please bring back the bacon cheeseburger burrito. Bacon is big now. Bacon is king. Please, before I die of diabetes, I want one more smoky, delicious bacon cheeseburger burrito before I go. Then I can die moss. Paul? <laughs> In other news, uh, prestidigitator is another word for magician. Wizard. Back to you, Corbs. All right. I'm going to add it in a fireball there. You're a wizard, Corbs. <laughs> what am I, Gandalf? You Never shall mind. not pass. Yeah. He's, he's more Gandalf-like. Over That's there. true. Okay, bald Gandalf. A bald Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf the bald. <laughs> Just like after he comes back from the dead like the 17th time. <laughs> There's no more hair! All right, sports-wise this week, uh, not much going on. Um, football season's in full swing. 
the uh thanks for that you. God bless <laughs> you. thank you thank you very much um so uh, we're going to do something a little different jack and i are going to kind of uh pick five games a week or one of us will pick five games and we're going to kind of see who comes out the best at the end of the season so uh, the first, the first game that I got, I, I picked five games this week. So the first game that I'm going to, we're going to pick, I figured we'd do the Thursday night game, Jack, the Monday night game, the Sunday night game of the week. Those are the three big ones. And then I figured we could do the Colts and the Eagles. Whatever you want. <laughs> All right. So the first one, obviously this week, tomorrow uh, on Thursday is Miami versus Cincinnati. Okay. All right, so, um, I'm going with the Dolphins, um, the fact that they beat the Bills last week pretty – I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say handily, but they were able to keep the the, the Bills in check. I mean, the Bills had a lot of injuries, um, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. Uh, two is just, just playing too well, so. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals because I think they're going to be coming back because they won last week. I feel like Joe Burrow's finally getting into his own. Jamar Chase is a top-five wide receiver. Yep. And uh, Cincinnati Bengals, and I know it has nothing to do with the game, but they have the best jerseys in football. Tune in tomorrow, guys, if you have Amazon Prime. They're going to be wearing all white uniforms, which is pretty cool. They look, look really cool, the Cincinnati Bengals. But I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to show up, and they're going to be 2-2 two and two after tomorrow. Well, hope, hope you tuned in on Thursday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, next game I got is the, the Indianapolis game. So it's Indianapolis, Indianapolis and Tennessee. Okay. All right. Um, Indy got their first win last week against the uh, the Chiefs. Um, they had a, Chiefs had a chance to win a couple of times. Um, I'm actually going against Indianapolis this weekend. I'm going with Tennessee. I just think uh, I think Derrick Henry's just he's a he's a beast. I mean, not gonna lie to you, he um, he runs over people. So uh, I just don't think the Colts have the defense to stop him right now. I think they're I think they're struggling a little bit. I think they can hang offensively, but defensively, I think the I think Derrick Henry's just gonna run all over him. So have faith, Corbs, man. Your Colts are better than you think. Frank Reich is a great coach. Um, I think Matt Ryan got a little confidence boost, beating arguably the best team in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the Colts are gonna catch some steam. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs in all of football. Um, they're gonna have the Colts be two and two by the end of tomorrow. So, Corbs, you and I are yeah, have some disagreements. Yeah. Love it. What's your um, next? One? Uh, next one is uh, the Philadelphia game. So it's Philadelphia and Jacksonville. Um, okay. I'm going. I'm going with Philly. Uh, I, I like Jacksonville. I like Trevor Lawrence. I do think I see them being a lot better than they were or were supposed to be. Um, I think in the, within the next couple of years, they're going to be a playoff team. I just don't think they've got the firepower to beat Philly right now. Jalen Hurts is playing too well. They're talking about him actually being a MVP can, candidate. So, um, so yeah, definitely going, I'm going with Philly. I, th- I, just, I just don't think Jacksonville can, can stop them. The key word is here, uh, one game at a time. Yeah. So um, one game at a time, Doug Peterson was the Eagles coach when they won the Super Bowl in 2017. Um, Jacksonville comes in really hot to Philadelphia. However, being an Eagles fan, yes, I'm biased, but Eagles are a great team. Philadelphia will win the game. I feel 27 to 21. Um, so I feel like Doug Peterson, he feels like he's going to get booed when he comes into the stadium. Being an Eagles fan, come on, you can't boo that guy. He has to come into the stadium. You have to give him some cheers. Trevor Lawrence loved him at Clemson. It's not their time. Philadelphia will shine. Fly Eagles fly to four and oh. There you go. All right. 
Uh, Sunday night game of the week is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> I've watched a lot of uh, stuff, and they always say don't bet against Brady. Don't bet against Brady. He's always got a chance to win. I mean, he had a chance to beat or he had a chance to tie Aaron Rodgers over the weekend. Um, but unfortunately, I think I am going to bet against them this week, and I am going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I think they've got well, – I mean, Mike Evans is coming back. So, I mean, it is it is actually going to be a tough game, I think. Um, but I'm going, to, I'm going with KC. I think, uh, I think Travis Kelsey is going to do work against the, uh, against the, the Tampa Bay defense. So, hmm. no, um, rumor has it right now that um, Rob Gronkowski will come out of retirement and join the Bucks again. That won't be this week. Um, hopefully he never does because Tom Brady's got to go. He's got to retire. Rumors have it. The, the teammates are very upset with him with bringing the Giselle Bunge and the marriage thing. in, so they want to just literally be, write him off. But yeah, I'm with you. Um, I feel like Travis Kelsey will go off 10 catches, 100 yards. Um, I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs will win a close one, but it'll be 31-28 Kansas City. Okay. Wait, I thought everyone loved Tom Brady except for the people that didn't. What happened with his wife? Him and his wife might get a divorce, but Corbs, I'll let you take it to your segment. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't and he, I didn't even know that. So okay. Yeah, they might get a divorce and all that. He looks very sickly right now. Um he is he was, not playing well? He's playing fine, but like oh. um he but literally they're two and one, but like they're saying he's bringing his marriage thing into it. He took a leave of absence right before the season was going to start and all that. So they're like, where's Tom Brady? Is he retiring? No, he was literally, he might have a lapse because his wife really wants him to retire, but he keeps saying, Oh, I want to keep playing after he retires. He has a 10 year, $343 million contract to do broadcasting. So he's not going anywhere. So right. he'll be here for a long time. They're probably going to get a divorce. Cause he likes to open mouth, open mouth kisses, son. I did hear. Yes, I know. Yeah, his name is Jack. Unfortunately, he should run for president. He will. On the Republican Party. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, it happens he, on both sides. So he is friends with uh, Trump. So yeah, yeah, he is. Yes. Nice. Trump Brady, twenty twenty four. There you go. Uh, Jack, last game of the week, Monday night. You got the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, I am going with. Uh, I'm going to go with. Jimmy Garoppolo I'm going with the 49ers against the Rams. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I've always liked Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. Um, so I, I just think that he, I, I don't know. I just, I got a feeling that he might, he might pull that game out. So. Sure. Um, I think um, both teams are evenly matched. Um, I think the Rams are still on their Super Bowl hangover, of course. Um, however, Jimmy Garoppolo, you watch him carefully. Um, he might step out of bounds again in the end zone. You never know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thought you'd like that. Um, but no, I'm going to take the Rams because I do think, um, Stafford, um, still wants to prove something and Cam Akers is really good and get Allen Robinson involved. Give him the damn ball. Cooper cup is really good. The best wide receiver in football, but get Allen Robinson involved. He'll probably have like three or four catches for 80 yards, but I would say he'll be the star of the game and Rams will win that game. So, Corp, what are we doing for our bet? Is it going to be a season after like all the wins? Who has the most wins? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go. We'll go season. Uh, see who's got the best win loss record, and then uh, I don't know. Figure out something. Probably you know six pack or something or something like that. Figure it out. Sounds good. <clears throat> or you, you could all pick the same teams, so you have the same numbers, and then buy yourselves beer at the end of the season. 
that's not fun. <laughs> Kev wants in. He disappointed. He wants. He wants a six pack. Whoever wins. I, I just want to pick the winning team so that I can drink beer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Fulton ball kickers by seven. Nice. Go sports. <laughs> the Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> there you go. Um, fun fact, Jack, you were talking about uh Cincy with their their white uniforms, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I have it on good authority that when they come running out, they're also going to be wearing white hoods. So <laughs> oh really? Wow. <laughs> Who's that really? Wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. That got dark quick. <laughs> you bad. I mean, that's kind of what they're trying to prevent. But... Where are the white women at? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's probably no. the only time we can make a Blazing Saddles reference anymore. <laughs> Whatever <Sure> viewers... <laughs> Whatever oh. viewers we had, they're gone now. That's not true. We found over this weekend it's really hard to offend our two viewers. That's true. <laughs> Why don't you use a little clerk's reference? It's okay. I'm taking it back. It's okay. I'm taking it back. <laughs> well, next week I'll have it written on the back of the, the work shirt. Uh, sorry to interrupt your sports. Sportsing. I'm all, I'm all done with sports. Sporting. Forever? Oh, damn. <laughs> Go sports! <laughs> All right, so Jack, I'm very interested this week to see how you're going to do your your trivia. So um, I was mentioning... Can we do your theme music? Oh, yeah, do my theme music. Actually, yes, thank you. Yeah, don't forget my theme music there, Paul. This time. <laughs> All right. Hit it. All right, so what's got me geeked was the Halloween theme. So I was like, you know what? Let's tailor it around Halloween a little bit. We're a little early, but early, yeah. Halloween is always a fun time. We're not early. Do that in a few weeks. Um, okay, so first question. Remember, everybody gets one guess. Make it a good guess. What candy was handed out to soldiers during the Korean War? Well, they used to get gum. Uh, Korean War, they would have gotten. Um, were there's originals? No, no, I rice was, candies. There no. were different, there were different kinds of candy and the different kinds of um rations. Uh, sea rats had later on, they had gum, they had chiclets gum, but before that, they had a sugar, uh, like they were like sugar cube, basically, is what they were. Is was that what had the saltpeter in them? They were flavored. No, they were flavored. Um, I'm gonna say bits of honey. No, I gave my guess away with a yeah. bad joke. So I don't know. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> um, you're actually doing pretty good so far. Um, I don't want to help you out, but you are doing pretty good. So I, I, well, I just don't remember what came before the chiclets, though. I I can't remember what the candy was. I think I think it's a hard candy. I'll just say that. I don't I don't know. Do you want to take a guess? Hard, did. Hard just hard candy. It's a name brand, but okay. All right. The answer is Tootsie Rolls. Nice. That's not a hard that is not a hard candy. Well, well, that depends on how old it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but like you were actually on the right track when I was looking up this trivia question. I saw the chicklets gum. Like, oh my god, come on, Kev, let's go. You, you're going on down the right. I didn't path. know. I didn't know it was before it, and even before that, see, I didn't know what was before the chicklets. I knew there was something, and then if you go back before C rats, there was a. I forget what those rations were, but they actually are the ones that had the hard candy in them. That's why I thought that that's how C rats started. But I, well, yeah, Tootsie Rolls. It makes sense. So basically it was, hey, good job not getting shot. Here's a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> yeah. Corbs, are you eating those cheeses from the con on Saturday? What are you eating? The old bay ones. Okay. All right. So next one. All right, everybody, you're looking for a year here. So that's the tr- that's the clue. In 2020, we had a full moon for Halloween. Give me the year when we will have the next full moon on Halloween. <laughs> 2038 you say yeah no 2027 no 2099 no and kev's last i said 2034 i don't know nope the answer is 2039 oh well of course you're close shouldn't trivia questions be about things that have already happened no not necessarily whatever they want <laughs> Back to you, Paul. It's whatever little Jack wants. <clears throat> back to me. Oh, it is wait, back wait, to wait. me. Wait, wait. What? I burned 2,000 calories today. Why? How? You light a bag I... of sugar on fire? It's the last time I leave brownies in the oven while I take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you missed one. You missed it at the last one, man. I know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So, as we like to do, I'm going to hit off um, our weekly topic. All right. Then, and again, we'll go to break so you have time to think about it. And here we go. With Spoozy. Uh, Spoozy. Spoozy. <laughs> what right the hell was that? What are you thinking about? <laughs> what are you thinking about over there, buddy? <laughs> Isn't it like a German pasta or something? That's, I don't know. It sounds like a spoozy. Totally not where we just went with it. I'll tell you that. A smoothie, boozy, and sorry, that's done now. Sorry. (laughs) With spooky season fast approaching, what character scares or scared you the most? Doesn't have to be horror movies. It can be anything. Anything that scared the fuck out of you. All right. No, you answer after we come back. Oh, shit. I hear. (laughs) (laughs) Make it stop. Got that reference, Paul. You know what that's from, don't you? Mr. Boogity. Oh. Off mic. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Yeah. All right. Anyway, stick with us, guys. We'll be back with our weekly topic. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics.
Welcome back. That music means it's time for our weekly topic, and I will reiterate once again, it is damn near spooky season. Not spoozy season. Um, what character scares or scared you the most? Take it away, I'm going to have to go with zombies because zombies. that's that's what traumatized me. That's what I had nightmares about until my early 30s, just about every single night. Um uh, not not the scariest dream I've had. There's one other thing where I had a scarier dream. I had a night terror, but most of the time it was zombies. And of course, I love the movies because I, I find them scary. So that's got to be it. Which like, what is your what is your all time like scariest zombie? You know, we've seen all different kinds: the decaying slow walkers of Walking Dead, the fast runners of some of the other uh, zombie type movies. The... I see that, that that's a loaded question because yeah, I know the the, 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 the okay. On a, 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 a simply, te- let's call it a technical level, the fast zombies are the scariest um, because they're just fucking terrifying and there's nothing you can do. And it doesn't even matter if you're in good shape, you're never going to outrun them. Uh, if we're talking on a visual level, uh, the Tar Man from Returning the Living Dead, I think is the most terrifying looking one. Uh, we very barely see him in the movies. And he's just, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right, Kevin? The one yeah. covered in the black goo. That thing's fucking terrifying. What about what about now? I don't know if these are classified as zombies, but what about the um, and I don't know what you want to call them the the sick people from um, I Am Legend. I mean, they weren't really zombies. Well, yeah, I I, but... I believe in the original book they were uh, by Richard Matheson. They they were considered like vampires, or at least in the movie with Charlton Heston, they were considered vampires. Oh. Um, they they don't explicitly eat people. And they're not dead, so I, I mean, and that's tricky because neither are the uh, the runners from Twenty Eight Days Later. God bless you. Sorry about that, but there's been a lot of uh, controversy over whether Twenty Eight Days Later counts as a zombie movie, and the, I think the general consensus is, even if you have a problem with it, yes, it does. It counts as a zombie movie. Um, I don't think I Am Legend is, especially um, at, at the end. I mean, they they show. Um, the tribalism they they protect their own they're they're mm-hmm. not they're not well, monsters so 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 there's been other movies that have gone into and, and i know i'm derailing the the question but this Fine. is really interesting to me because there's other movies that have, have gone into the the possibility that zombies actually start to get some kind of sentience yeah i i well okay I, if you want my take on that um i hate sure. it um, oh, in okay. fact, I, I, our upcoming season of The Walking Dead, we're going to have faster zombies and smarter zombies. And uh, well, apparently there were faster and smarter zombies in the very first episode. So we just didn't see them. And if you go back and see like there was one climate offense, one, you know, you know, trying to open a door that was Morgan's wife. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're They're not like, like, you know, Dawn of the Dead remake fast, but they're, I don't think anyway, from what I've seen, but they're going to be faster. But here's the thing I don't like about it. If it's a a traditional-ish zombie, it is a dead thing. It is rotting. I don't feel that in that state they they should be able to learn any anything at all. Okay. Because if they can, then they they I don't believe that they are what we think they are. They are not completely dead if they're able to come back and start learning. Um, I, so I'm not saying that I don't think that um, that should be used as a plot device, but it's usually used by long-running series, especially in books. Um, 
once they run out of ideas for the slow zombies, then they start getting smarter and the, you know, the threat is renewed. It's used as a plot device rather than something that's organic and I can get on board with. Yeah, I think I'm with you, though. If I was going to be scared of a zombie, it'd be a fast one. Yeah. Absolutely. What are you going to do? The slow ones, even I might be able to get away from. Well, like like I always say, you carry a revolver, not for the zombie, but for the slowest person in your group. Yes. And if you are the slowest, then you just shoot somebody's kneecap out, and then now they're the slowest. Shane showed us that in season two. Yeah. Otis. <laughs> yep. Kev, you're talking about zombies. What's got you scared, man? <laughs> the scariest movie of all time, the one that I still think about when I am the only one out at night all by myself, gargoyles. Because them mofos can run. Notice the theme? You don't like the fast stuff, yeah. I don't like the fast stuff. No, unless it's on two wheels. That dead zombie, I remember that movie. That zombie ran and caught that car, jumped onto the back of the car. No, uh-uh, no, no, hell no, no, nope. Nice. <clears throat> Jack, since you like to speak up, why don't you go next? <laughs> I'm afraid of mine. That's why I didn't want to go. Um, this is my favorite um, favorite time of the month for my dad. So he loves the scary, like Halloween, all this stuff. There was a little movie before I was born in 1973 called The Exorcist. So, um, mm -hmm. fuck. <laughs> like, so she, you're scared of split pea soup? Dude, she pukes. She stabs herself with a cross. She levitates. It's is that fucking... all she did with that cross? Well, that's how she stabs herself with a damn Stand cross. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. I remember I was watching that when I was like a little kid. Like, I had to be like seven or eight. And I was like, yeah, what? The... But, you know, The Exorcist, though, all you have to do. Just leave the fucking house and just don't take the big long staircase down. Find another way out. But. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like, yeah, that movie scared me. And like every Halloween, my dad would play it. And I'm like, okay, I I'm like, I would not watch it after like a certain year. And then no joke, we go to Washington, D.C. We stay in Georgetown. My dad's like, oh, let's go down the staircase. I'm like, he's like, oh, this is the staircase from The Exorcist. I'm like, what the fuck? It still follows me wherever I go. <laughs> my dad's like, gotcha. I'm like, oh, so you're scared of a staircase it might get the right? staircase he falls down though at the end of the movie though it was the exact that's where they filmed it so i'm like this Damn movie it. this movie still haunt me to this day i hate the movie i'll never watch it i remember in college i was dating this girl she's like it's halloween time I'm like yeah let's watch cabin fever let's watch nightmare on elm street she's like no let's watch the exorcist, exorcist. fuck you <laughs> i'm like did her head movie. spin around for you yeah, I was like, I just can't do this right now. So yeah, I don't... he instantly broke up with a girl. He's just yeah. like out. <laughs> this, I'm out of here. I'm going to the bar and drink. But like, no, like, I don't know. That movie just freaks me out. Just like the level, like when you first see it, it's like, oh my god, it's like freaking you out. But then they make all the remakes. They're not as bad. But just when you first see it the first time, it's it's revolutionary. I'm not gonna lie, it's different. But it's just very freaky as shit. I don't know. Keep that away from me. Good to know, Corbs. Yeah. Nothing scares me. I knew <gasps> you were going to say that. You <laughs> lie! He is I, lying. I am lying. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not a big horror fan, so I don't really watch a lot of movies, but the one that I've seen is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so I'm going to go with Leatherface. So, nice. Why is that scary a little bit? <laughs> uh, anybody wielding a chainsaw like a maniac is uh, terrifying. 
That movie like that. scares me because it reminds me of where I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me. I mean, Leatherface is uh, anybody who will cut off somebody's skin and wear it as a mask. Men in Black bothered you then too, right? Well, the uh, you know, <laughs> how is that? <laughs> Give you me know. sugar, <laughs> sugar and water. Did you notice though, Men in Black, though, when they're drinking the lemonade, it's very tart? That's the reasoning why, because you use all the sugar. Yes, more you know. True, <laughs> way to go, Jack. Gotcha. Um, all right, I guess it's my turn. What do you got? Uh, what do you got, Paul? What do you got? Showgirls, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> what? Elizabeth Berkeley? <laughs> it's a reference a, from Scream. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say uh, if you're a film film student, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, my, mine's a little off. It's not a horror movie in the traditional sense. the The dead body from uh, Stand by Me scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Really? Yes. Yeah. And then when I got older, it was the Blair Witch Project that freaked me out. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, I've I've still never forgotten that. I was at my cousin's house. They were watching the movie and it, it scared me so bad that I kept leaving the room and I would go to the kitchen and hang out with my aunt and she would like legit had no time for my shit. So she would send me back into the living room to watch the movie and then they would do the next scene showing the dead body and I would freak out again. So, yeah. That's that was it for me. Oh, poor young Paul. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it is a funny story because when, you don't think that Stand by Me is gonna be the movie that like that fucked you up as a child. Like that shouldn't be the one. High five. I got hey. another one. A joke or no 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 no. Oh. What? That's that mustache scary. right now. Oh, uh, it's my sister. Your sister scares you? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, my sister, her uh, her most terrifying thing, the thing that scares her the most, E.T. Really? really? It's that yeah. finger. Oh, isn't it cre- creepy? Uh, oh, the she, she, she's never watched E.T. from start to finish because E.T. scares the shit out of her. That's kind of funny. E.T. scares Kristen, too, but that's because we were on the ride at Universal and the fucking ride pitched and almost threw her on the ground. Um, Different reason. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot. Oh no! Sorry, I'm good now. I always try to get her to watch it. Can you, know, you like I... kind of train her into it? Right, it Just all of a sudden, boom! Once, it, once, once she sees it, you know, come out. She's like running out of the room. Wow. Yeah, like in there. In the, there's a reason why my grandmother did not like ET. Had a finger like that? Yes. <laughs> glued at the end. Yes, or glued at the end. Yeah, my, my, my grandmother hated that movie, so my sister in turn did not like the movie. And did not like E.T. So interesting side script to that. Do you guys remember that they actually manufactured and sold like that E.T. finger? No, I oh, I that got that got used in some interesting ways. I was going to say, yeah, because I know this because I had one for some reason. And it, it basically, yes, it lit up. Like if you pressed on the fingertip, it lit up. But they basically sold a dildo to children and called it an ET finger. <laughs> I bet the kids so didn't wait, have wait, 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 wait. You had one of those, Paul? Yes. I, and I don't know how it... It was one of those things that I don't know uh-huh. how it happened, kind of like the uh, the Lone Ranger uh-huh. action figure I had. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this question because I'm assuming you tried. Did it, did it light up in your ass? <laughs> so I did, uh, Jack, 
no way to know. It didn't phone home for him. It didn't phone home for him. Why are you? Wait, 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 Paul. Why are you asking Jack if something ended up in your ass? I wasn't alive when you were a kid, dumbass. Damn. No. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm adding in titles. Sorry. Oh, look at that. I'm actually more curious about your, um, your ET finger though. Keep going about the story. That's that's all I got like that's it's, it was just one of those weirdest it was it's one of those like inappropriate toys kind of like the spider-man balloon that the the airport is on his crotch um like i i look back at it now and i had it for years i don't know why i'm sure it was something like at the time i was like hey buy me that and fucking et finger it was literally like a hollow finger that looked like the et finger it looked like a giant fucking dildo and it lit up on the end like you could put it on an et phone home but it talks to you too. No, it didn't talk. It's, that's me. Yeah. I, I love um, the fact that he just jammed the finger I, on his finger too. Well, all right, whatever. Uh, Paul, actually, um, I thought of one. If there's such thing as fun, scary. Um, actually, it's the movie Signs. Like, I know they were aliens. We knew they were um aliens, but like the way they depict them, dirty you don't aliens see them. too. Yeah, but they don't dirty. like show them till the very end. But like that was actually kind of scary watching the whole movie. You're like, what's gonna happen? What's just gonna happen this whole time? And they have their last dinner together, and like, are they actually gonna make it? But like, you were generally freaked out the whole time watching that. So like, M Night Shyamalan Signs, that was one a really good movie and had me. I wasn't. Fun. I wasn't scary. freaked out because I've never seen it. <laughs> you've not. You've seen Signs. I, no, I haven't. Why are you telling me what I've seen? Oh my god! <laughs> Has he not seen Signs, people? The same way I've he, never seen a James Bond movie. We've been over this. This is ridiculous. You never watched Jack Supernatural Dunn. either. He's quitting. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this noise. All right. Well, go I play with thinking, your ET finger. <laughs> I was thinking characters. Um, there's actually something that I took some notes on, and and this fits in perfectly. I was going to slide it in next week or something, <laughs> kind of like Paul slid that finger in. Um, <laughs> so fall came out on digital yesterday okay about the two girls that climbed the tower okay the one you were talking about before yes yeah now i got about 20 minutes into the movie and i had to stop it you were done because you said you're like i am paralyzingly afraid of heights yes yes and and when i see like heights on the show or when i see heights in person like i walk to the edge i get this really uncomfortable feeling right between my balls and asshole okay and i'm just going to be straight honest you know i don't know what it is maybe that's a thing maybe everyone who's scared of heights gets that but yeah i'm watching this movie and it was oh everyone does that yep. the feeling okay it was like someone took my taint and balls and tied them together and maybe sit on them for 20 minutes straight i was just done i'm like i can't do this okay i can't feel that reference because that's never happened but it was it was fucking awful fall. dude uh, imagine that that heights feeling for 20 minutes straight i'm just like mm-hmm. I, there's no way i can sit through an entire movie like this I, and it was good it was yeah that's really the worst good. part when it's a, like a legit see, fear like that yeah but i just i i couldn't do it mm-hmm. um i just i don't think this was on the show we had this discussion before jack uh, back me up on this i think this was one of the the drunken discussions we had in wellsboro oh mm-hmm. it I was think, yeah it was Okay. It was when I was laughing like a hyena that night before we went on. Yeah, what, uh, like a what? A hyena. Hyena? What's a hyena? <laughs> so, someone with a stutter saying hyena. Hyena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm a <laughs> hyena. No, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, guys. Watch it. I mean, if if you uh are are triggered in any way by heights, I mean they they did they did an amazing job with at least the first twenty minutes of the movie. 
<laughs> no, it's like Shark Tank. I'm out. I can't do it. I'm afraid of heights too. I remember when we were kids, we went on a Ferris wheel and my brother was rocking it back and forth. Oh, my that's dad a douche looked, move. My dad literally looked at him. He's like, sit down, you little shit, or I'm going to pull you off this when we get off here. Just sit down. Like, it, and it freaks you out. Like, now I'm like that if that's like on a ride like that. Heights are not cool. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, Uh-oh. not 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 good times. No, nope. no, 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 no. All right, um, that was good. Again, th- this thing's spurring on conversation. I like it. Uh, but that I think brings us to our last segment of the show, guys. What are you watching? I'm watching Dahmer. I'm part of the problem. You are. You son yeah. of a bitch. And, and and it's good. And uh, people are saying that they said they were going to, you know, show the victim stories, but they're not really. But it sure as hell, it, it, from my perspective, they seem to be focusing on the victims. Like sometimes there's an episode entirely focused on a single one bite at a time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not like that. Um, like that one of the, the victims was deaf and most of the episode was captions because it was nice. people speaking. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt, it feels to me like it's respectful. I mean, but you know, I, I wasn't, I don't really get to say that, you know, it's not my call to make. Um, I, my wife did say that she uh, is frustrated because she doesn't want to feel sympathy for somebody who did something that awful. And I'm like, well, I get that. And I don't feel like I'm getting sympathy, but I do feel like I'm getting, getting the story now because a lot of shit happened to him and it's almost like he didn't really have a chance. He was always going to turn out like this. Um, because of those things that happened, uh, he was going to be fucked up. And, and I think that it just, you don't necessarily have to humanize someone like that, but you do have to remember that they're human. You know, it's, it's not, it had things gone differently for him and certain things not happened in his life. He might've ended up being an an okay person. Gotcha. Um, what, um, it's not what I'm watching. It's what I'm listening to. I'm eating all this, uh, Philadelphia Eagles news up because they're three and oh, my, one of my favorite podcasts, bleeding green nation, listen to them a couple hours each day. I know. So I'm listening to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast. They're three and oh, and last time they were three and oh, they won the Super Bowl. So yes, it's too early to say it's too early to say one game at a time, right? Corbs. So, um, but, um, it's just very exciting, exciting time for football um they have a great offense great defense great special teams and um this podcast i've listened to for about 10 years now it's been really great so um they're really good to listen to i know paul's shaking his hand he's not happy about that so i'm not gonna look at him right now uh, so it's just been really good listening to all this buzz about one of my favorite sports teams but and all a that. couple hours a day so these people are doing a podcast every single day about a single sports team well, they go into different perspectives, like the offense, they go into defense, they go into uh, player interviews, they go into strategies. Like, Man, can- that just seems like a lot. They're very detailed what they do. It's really good at what they do because they go down to the T because they go to the practice squad. They make sure they're looking good. Um, when I was a kid, I could know all the players, all 53 players on the roster. Now I know the offense and defense and special teams, but I don't know, like, like you said, Hugh, it's a lot. These guys are living, breathing Philadelphia Eagles news for the whole season. So it's actually kind of cool when I'm at work. I just put the podcast on, have it in one of my ear pods, and I'm just listening to while I'm working on a report. So I wanted to give you a shit about knowing a 53-man roster, and then I realized I know every fucking guy on like the WWE roster yeah, and like, the fucking AEW roster. So 
I was going to give you but, shit back. I'll be like, could, my could football you, is your foot wrestling. <laughs> could you watch all of the wrestling on weekly and then listen to wrestling podcasts every single day for hours? No. But the thing is, is they do have like daily wrestling podcasts. Really? I can't keep up with them, but it's a thing. I From the same that, people every day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like there are that's, some that do daily ones. I, I it just doesn't seem like it should be a job. Right. And like, how, how much can you report on? I mean, granted, for a couple of weeks there, it was all the fucking, yeah, the uh, the scrum. Oh shit! Oh, Hugh, you assume they're getting paid to do it. They do it for fun. That's the only reason anybody does a podcast. No, no, except for Joe people, Rogan. People actually get paid to do this, Kevin. Yeah. Just not very us. few. Just not very us. few. Just, Just like in sports, point zero zero one percent of the participants actually get paid. Next week, Corbs is going to come back all and all decked out with Nike and just do it and all will have all the sponsors. But Corbs, where were you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. What else are we watching or listening to, apparently? Because now we're going to start pushing other fucking podcasts. <laughs> Love you. I, you know, <laughs> we haven't really done much over, didn't do anything over the weekend, really. And I mean, we're caught up with. Game of Thrones and well, Andor. Anyone watching didn't, Rings of Power? Ring of Power? Not yet. Didn't watch Andor yet. I didn't watch this week, so I've got the first three episodes. Andor is coming out on Wednesdays or Thursdays? Wednesdays. It dropped today. So that comes out on Wednesdays. She Hulk comes out on Thursdays. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but nobody's watching She Hulk, so it doesn't matter. But you didn't watch Andor yet. I think I watched it. You you watched Andor right today? I didn't. Okay. No, well, but I am caught up through the first three finally. Was it was a, a very busy. good episode. So, we'll so what'd you think? What'd you think of the first three, Paul? I love it. I'm really enjoying it. I think I Hugh, I think it was on the ride home. I was telling you what my problem with it was. Yeah. Yeah. There's a throwaway line. Maybe it's not really a throwaway line in Rogue One where he's chastising Jen about her being new to the rebellion he's been living this life since he was eight years old this show retcons that because even if you say when he would yes it does because he was not in the rebellion at eight years old he gets kidnapped at what 13 (laughs) exactly who's doing the coughing you feel okay you're okay (laughs) you're assume you make a lot of assumptions do i because his entire tribe exists because of what the Empire did Empire to his did. planet. Yes, I understand that. So he has been against the Empire since he was very young. Was he against it or were they just surviving because they were left there? Yes. Well, I'd say surviving. <laughs> I say why both. wouldn't why wouldn't you call it? I mean, you you could you could define it a bunch of different ways, but I mean if you're if you're against them you are a rebel for what they stand for i define did, it uh, I, I mean he did I'm go sorry, in there I didn't and start beating the off. shit out of one of their ships which is something a rebel would do you know i'm with kev i get it i i, 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 I just what you're think, saying yeah i just think that i in his mind and, and i don't i don't think they've thrown it away yet and we're not done either right so there's a there's a lot more to understand about what happened after the, the mining accident, you know, the, we don't know all of that yet. Kind of got a feeling that, you know, kind of what happened. But, you know, 
I, I'm just saying I don't, I don't I don't think it's happened yet. I I understand what, I know the line you're talking about. I, yes, I understand where you're getting that from, but I just think we need to hold on. We probably do need to hold on, but as it stands, that that's how I, I feel about it. Love the show. Love what they're doing. Love the fact that we have a specific race that highlights the Latino ethnic ethnicity. Excuse me. They're doing a very great job. I hate that fucking droid. What the one that looks at them and the, the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> you you're dead to me. It's like a Jarvis, basically. <laughs> That's I, I just don't he's cute. Exactly. Light it on fire. So it'd be a dumpster fire? Uh, basically, I mean, it, yeah, look at that. Look don't at you, you love, carbs. Don't you love what his buddy does to that shuttle? Yes. His buddy does to that shuttle. That oh, cool. yes. That was awesome. That was, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, it, it was a little, little much trying to um, field questions about what's a brothel to the kids. <laughs> that was a good time. It's a place where men go to get drinks. Uh, I went with don't worry about it. <laughs> so they just turned around and looked it up on the internet later. No. Thankfully. Because you oh. didn't address yeah. it. Because they have their own phones and they have their own tablets and they get to do whatever they want with them. Who are we kidding? Those fucking that's kids, what kids are smarter do. than I am. They had it figured out already. That would um, be pretty cool, though, if his buddy does come back later in the seasons and they shows up at the rebellion, like, how'd you get here or something like that? That would be pre- that character was really cool. I would like to see him come back. Yeah. Um, I noticed we undid and I saw it on a meme today. That's the only reason I know. Um, another one of uh, Lucas's edicts. Oh, yeah. No I underwear. Said yeah. I said that. What was that? I didn't see it. No underwear. The girl was wearing a bra. Yeah. Um, all that yeah space bras mix what and he thought they wouldn't have underwear in space there's no underwear in star wars there's no there's no underwear that was that's why they had to take down uh yeah carrie fisher said that's what he said to her yep there is an underwear in space now maybe he was just a geek you know getting his jollies off of getting some you know uh, 22 year old yeah titty but yeah but that was that's always i mean that's kind of hung around yes but they're undoing a lot of the stuff that his edicts were so yeah kev you and i've had that discussion multiple times and you keep telling me to shut up good for them and he's at home going god damn it i told them no underwear no underwear oh he's just laughing his ass off because he made money counting his four billion yeah yeah Yeah, what was he got four billion for the star wars yeah yeah um let's move on four instagrams Course, what are you watching? And I was watching indoor. I haven't been on TV since last uh, I watched football last Thursday night. That was the last Mm -hmm. thing I had on the TV. So, okay. Um, new season of Rick and Morty is uh, pretty good. Uh, season six is out. Um, they just had one of the best episodes, uh, best episodes I think ever. Um, basically, the idea is the family discovers that you know Rick has like abs 
And they're like, when do you have time to do this? And he's like, well, it's my night person. He pulls out this gadget he got from space and you can basically program it to while you're sleeping, your night person goes and does all the shit you don't want to do during the day. <laughs> so so he, 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 doing sit-ups and getting abs while he's sleeping. Well, the whole family wants to get in on it and it's great until Rick refuses to clean, to, to rinse off his plate before he puts it away. And the, the person doing the dishes the night person decides to rebel and all of their night people rebel against it's oh, fucking hilarious it is, it's like it's like like a john carpenter movie almost they they, they leaned right into the horror and i just man the, the, the show just continues to surprise me i mean there've been a few it's been good this season but not you know fantastic there's been no pickle rick moment but this night person moment is classic nice i got to go back to it. i guess it's all on uh, hbo max now um I, I think so yeah yeah i have to yeah. go back well, i, I, I watched like three hulu. episodes i nice. watched it on hulu so i need a night person me too oh, shit Agreed. i watched the new family guy this past week not good anymore but been watching it since the beginning but gotta you continue benoit? no family uh, guy <laughs> you've been benoit oh no. but they did a parody on american beauty um so wasn't good. They keep doing their movie parodies. I'm like, Seth MacFarlane, just go back to singing and go back to the Orville. You don't need to do family. I was going to say, I think he's a little more preoccupied with the yeah. Orville at this point. Just go, just go God, back to I hope family. so. If that doesn't get renewed, I'm going to cry. <laughs> My dad said the same thing, Hugh. So <laughs> He said if it doesn't get renewed, Hugh's going to cry? Yes. He <gasps> he's been pushing that show on me so much. Well, it's because it's, it's really open mouth kissing you. We don't know that. <laughs> We don't need to know what you do with your kids off camera, Paul. That's okay. Oh. No, no, don't go there. I mean, that was like, That's I'm okay. rubber, you're glue. That was, right. that was not the best comeback. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, is everybody done their thing? Oh, coming up this week, Interview with the Vampire starts. Got renewed for a second season. Today I saw that before it even career. starts. Yes. Oh, God. And in the Mayfair Witches was Alexandra Dadrio, I believe her her name is. I don't know. Uh, is means. part of that universe. Uh, dude, AMC is going to go in full force into this Anne Rice universe. I am so excited because if they do this right, this is going to be some fucking amazing television. Though those books are timeless and um, incredibly well written, and I, I just I'm. I'm hoping they got it right this time, and I'm hoping they get to tell the whole story. Right. I hope so, too. Corbs, you look confused. I'm just trying to figure out. I know Interview with Vampire is actually that was on today, the movie. With yeah. Pat and okay. Cruz. They must be getting right. I, yeah. I know there's a TV show coming up that starts on Sunday, but Hugh, you were talking about another Yes, there is a, another series in, in Anne Rice's world. Uh, it's the uh, Mayfair Witches. It's about a family of witches. And it does. It, it's in the same world. And they actually do cross over in later books. Lestat, show, the vampire, shows up at Blackwood Farm. So, the, nice. so they are all in the same universe. And basically, they have the rights to Anne Rice's works. So they're creating an Anne Rice-averse. Nice. You know, kind of like the MCU. And she has other books that would fit into that, too. So they've got a lot of stuff to work with. And... I mean, it, th this could be for them. It could be their next Walking Dead. Outstanding. But it's going to be a lot oh, gayer. Well, it's going to be a lot what? It's going to be a lot gayer. Okay. I mean, yes. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what else we got? Mm. I got nothing. Okay. 
Unless, you, wanna, unless you want to mention um, the con coming up this weekend. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna publish before? I'm gonna try and have it out by Friday. Yeah. So we could say again, there's gonna be QSCon this yes. coming weekend, last weekend of uh, September. Yes. Kevin and, and Paul. Uh, double, Table, double tree, right? Tabletop gaming. Double tree. Double tree up in uh, Carrie Circle or whatever that was over there. Full oh. show. Okay. All right. Definitely Kevin uh, Paul. I don't know if anybody else wanted to join. I, it didn't sound like it when we had this discussion over the weekend. I mean, I mean, let me know when you guys are going. Okay. I don't know anything about this con. All I know is a tabletop gaming convention, and I we're going to go. So. Yep. Okay. And our buddies from DPH Gaming will be They'll there. Be there. DPH, DPH and Tarragon. Oh, that's right. Tarragon. The boys from Tarragon will be there. You guys just heard that a little bit ago when we did their interview. So we know people. Yes. But also, though, Paul, this was fun, though, at this past con this past week. We had a lot of fun. Um, you guys had some good interviews, but it was fun. We also got some pictures. And what was it like? You guys got to fill in the gaps for me real quick. We um, got a picture in front of like a hearse or something like that. Yes. Then, yeah. T- you tell the story. I t- don't tell it that. All crazy. right. There was a hearse parked out front. Um, they're advertising for a haunted hayride. Um, he was a scary actor. Guy was in a, a full body skeleton suit with the full skull mask and everything uh walking around with a really cool cane and his his leather biker cap um yeah i see it <laughs> <laughs> um well we go out to get pictures because we were doing photo shoots with laura and they talked jack into getting into the back of the hearse in the coffin that was there i don't know if it was really talking jack yeah. he said, hey jack jump in the jump in the coffin yeah yeah well He's in there, and skeleton guy literally dives into the back of the fucking vehicle on top of Jack. It was great. Uh, Jack screamed like a little girl. Um, we well, all laughed. Yes, yeah. we all laughed and got many more pictures. Yeah, yeah. Just... So, yes, it yeah. was good. We, uh, we we did a lot of cool stuff to the con. Uh, we had a good time. Thanks again, Joey Gates and family for having us. Um, had a good time, even if Del Lago does kind of suck. For advertising um and apparently yeah. i have a really great smile he'll never do it at del lago again i don't think no okay. no the new one that he just announced uh intergalactic con for june shit i hopefully well it'll be up by then it'll be okay uh we'll be in rochester huge um sci-fi themed con it'll be cool yes and we're already scheduled to be there so yay Woo-hoo. Hopefully uh-huh. he gets to advertise this one. Yes. If not, we'll be doing a lot of advertising for him because we're his friend. Yeah, we have two so, people that are going to see it. Corbs, I think you're up. Oh, man, knocked on my door today. Asked for a donation to the local swimming pool. So I gave him a glass of water. <laughs> that was good, but not what I, I didn't. I didn't know where I was going to go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I think that about does it. The time to drop your nugget. Huh. Why do you say that? <clears throat> if you serve your children frozen pizzas or chicken nuggets for dinner, you are a terrible parent. I don't care how busy you are, find time to microwave those bitches. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and mega money bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. Thank mm-hmm. you.